Might strike fear into the hearts of some, but Cole Smead is not your ordinary man. He's, a, he's inspired by the tones of the Godfather. Why not? And he's from Smead Capital Management, running $2.2 billion and investing like the Godfather, really? Uh, well, let's put it this way. The, the mafia went into businesses that were black market or highly illegal, and that's what kept people away. You guys would be stupid to want to be in retail today. Yes. That's dangerous. That's, that's what, very that's what dangerous. many would say. But although Warren Buffett, what do they say? What's his saying? I don't know. Hit them where they ain't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but you don't want to be where the crowd is, essentially. Well, correct. In other words, um, you, you, Buffett says you pay a high price for a cherry consensus. The inverse is also true. You pay a low price where no one wants to be. Right. Uh, so how does that manifest itself in the public market today? What's the highest yields in REIT land? Retail REITs. Uh, where are people deathly afraid of what the future brings? Retail, particularly. If you look at the cheapest 100 stocks in the S&P 500 today, 61% of those stocks are just financials and retail alone. Mm -hmm. It's littered with cheap stocks. Think of 08 multiples in an economy that doesn't produce that but kind of- just because it's cheap doesn't mean it's a goodbye long right. term. Cor correct. In other words, um, what you're getting at is this doesn't say that, hey, everyone's going to win 10 right. years from now. In other words- uh, Let's not forget Montgomery Ward used to be a business at one point, and now there's a bunch of Target locations or storage businesses that- Say, Sears used to be a juggernaut. Well, correct. And and um, so th the question isn't, uh, are there going to be companies that struggle and or go bankrupt over the next 50 years, regardless of the economic circumstances? Moats are getting bigger in this era of the businesses that are going to be around in 10 years. Why? They just will have less competition. Okay. So for example, we, you know, we own Nordstrom. Okay. Nordstrom Rack is benefiting from two things. You're the, just hoping there's going to be some kind of deal. Uh, or are well, you? Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, up here at 57th, you can go to their, you know, that's where their flagship New York store is going to be. Okay. Think about it like this. Let's say we're the board of the, you know, the Nordstrom family. We all get together and we say, Hey guys, guess what? The public shareholders, they put in all this money. And if we take it private, guess who gets the benefit of the New York store? The people that took it private. In other words, the costs have already mm -hmm. been laid out in right. the free cash flow of the business. And a billion dollars of sales out of that flagship store would not be shocking. The network effect of what happens to the online presence of that store throughout Manhattan, added with Paramus, you know, uh, Long Island, et cetera, could be quite large to the future owners of the business and the public market. They're taxing them for not having higher free cash flow when it went to go build future growth for the business. And this is a company that's expected to do more than $15 billion in revenue this year. It wouldn't be shocking to see um, them do seven- Or next year, 2018 fiscal. Yeah, a billion, a billion of revenue. Think about this. Um, Saks does 20% of the revenue in their flagship store alone. Yeah. Uh, I think Tiffany's in the flagship is 9% of revenues. So seven is not some outlandish number for Nordstrom. Um, so, so that's an example, okay? We started buying into Target earlier this year, okay? What Prime has exposed is people want convenience, and that's always been true, that regardless of the era, okay? So what is convenience in Target? A mother 30 to 50 or a household 30 to 50 with two kids, how many categories can you hit at the same time? Is Target here to sell you frozen pizza profitably? No, but if you buy frozen pizza and you go buy some kids apparel and home goods, the, the kids' apparel and home goods is highly profitable. I don't disagree with you on that. And I know when my daughter was younger, I loved it. I would go to Target often because you could, you could get so much stuff done in one yeah. shopping trip. But I will say, she's 14 now. We haven't been there really regularly in a few years sure. now. Sure, sure. Well, now, let's remember a dynamic that's true in the economy, okay? 
Uh, and more of that stuff that I can get at Target, I can now get online, delivered to my door. I don't even need to get into the car. Sure. So what you're getting at is commodity products, no, things you already know, things you don't have to be taught about, etc. Let's get back uh, to the markets, if we may. Cole Smead's still with us, Managing Director, Co-Portfolio Manager at Smead Capital Management. Uh, we were talking about some specific names, but let's address politics. Uh, we do hear from this president trying to push through some major initiatives. Um, taxes is what's now hot, uh, if you will. Um how could that impact the investment world that you look at? Yeah, well, some people would say, you know, uh, the initial move uh, with the Trump presidency was kind of what got the markets excited. But this has been a rope-a-dope presidency. In other words, they're trying to – the left and the right are kind of trying to tire Donald out to a certain extent. Okay, now, as it relates to what goes on in the stock market today, um, I mentioned the cheap stocks in the market. Mm -hmm. It's financials, retailers, home billows, uh, automakers, airlines – all very domestic companies that pay a typical 35% rate. So the irony is that let's say that the market got excited about the tax plan. Well, it only benefits the cheapest stocks, roughly speaking, in the market. Comparatively, if you look at the most expensive stocks, big cap tech and staples, uh, like a Colgate, Palmolive, or Procter & Gamble, they have a very low tax rate because most of that money is coming from abroad. Okay, So it, it's interesting that what's cheap is cheap, and despite what good things could come out of some just – I'll call it marginal, not huge, but marginal. Um, it, that's not being priced in the market. Okay, mm -hmm. so it shows you that there's excitement on one end, tied to certain subjects. And it's also not happened yet, and it's oh correct, correct. You know, tax policies. We know it's got to go through committee. Committee. It's very complicated, and we've also seen other major initiatives sure. from this administration that haven't been able to get to the finish line. Well, so, so let let go back to the Nordstrom example. Would the Nordstrom family like paying instead of a 35% rate, paying 20%? Oh, I'm sure they would. Mm -hmm. The capital return in that scenario would be fantastic. And once again, it, let's just say something like that comes out with them and they're buying that stock out at $57 a share. Well, they're going to be very happy. The Nordstrom store would go great. I, I, I say it because that is very beneficial to a retailing business. Tech could pay 35% of the year's taxes and ain't going to move the needle on their free cash flow in a given year. Right. Okay, because there's a lot of free cash. There's no well, well, they with do all, exceptions of Facebook, Google, well, yeah, but they do most Apple. of their expenses in the United States. That's where a lot of their expense base is, and they get a lot more profitability because it might be IPs or stuff abroad, but there's not as much people and human capital abroad, as right. an example. Okay, so that, now, why does the market treat that so cheap? I don't think it has anything to do with taxes. It's really the fear over being in retail or whatnot. I mean, home building is booming right now. Home building is scarce. Prices are going up everywhere despite the lack of supply. And would Lennar mind paying 15% lower rate in their taxes? Oh, they'd love that. No, but they might have to pay more in labor because it's hard to find well, workers. That, but, but if you're making more money. So yeah. in Lennar's earnings report last quarter, not this one most recent, but last quarter, they said 7% labor inflation. Right. Okay, well, guess what? Their profits are going way quicker than that. Fun conversation. Uh, come back. We look. We like talking, we'll especially yeah. those specific names. Cole Smead is managing director, co-portfolio manager at Smead Capital Management. Two point two billion assets under management, based in Seattle, in our Bloomberg eleven three zero studio. This is Bloomberg Markets, and this is Bloomberg.